You're listening to Allegedly NYC. Allegedly. Hello and welcome to Allegedly NYC. I'm Nomi Ruiz. And I'm Ava Sanahurho. And we are your go-to girls for all things NYC and beyond. Ah, yes. Today on Allegedly, we have a very special guest joining us. Ah. Sense8 starlet, Miss Jamie Clayton is here. I l- really love her. Like, I love her. She's major. Like, you've been replaced. Bitch <laughs> <laughs> stealing all the gigs. <laughs> and later on, we'll be discussing how to cast spells with your orgasm using sex magic. I'm glad I brought my wand for this. <laughs> <laughs> you always carry that fucking wand, don't you? Girl, mm-hmm. you never know you have to <laughs> clock a bitch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, allegedly, NYC is supported by Wine and Spirits. Girl. Uh, so let's get into our wine of the week. Oh. Mmm, <laughs> this is delicious. Mm. Okay, so this is a 2014 Malot. It's called... 14 hands. Mm, only 14. Well, after 14, I charge a cover. <laughs> Even numbers. <laughs> and it's from uh, Columbia Valley. She's very, like, this is part of a list of, like, 10, like, 10 best uh, wines for $10 or some shit. Um, actually, this one's 12 so they cheated. Um, actually, <laughs> oh, no, it's nine sixty. Anywho, On she's sale. affordable. Affordable. She's affordable. That's good. We usually do, like... More pricey wines. That's true. We have very expensive winey taste. Um, okay, so this one is structured Merlot with packed with rich flavors and aromas: blackberry, plum, <laughs> cherry, and mocha. Mocha, mocha. chocolate. Mm. Just in time for the holidays. All right, let's give her a taste. Girl, Cheers. Merry Christmas, bitch. Merry Christmas. Today's Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Nomi and I had a great time in the Bronx with my family last night. We did. We got a little toasty. Mom mm-hmm. got toastier. <laughs> it was very sweet. Yeah, my mom whispered me and she's like, Nana, I'm drunk. <laughs> it was a very eclectic crowd there. It was a super it. eclectic it crowd. That's, that's how my kind of family rolls. Every year we Diversity. have this new group of, of peeps that just roll by and, and have a blast. We ate too people. much. We drink too much. We yeah. start hula hooping. <laughs> that's when I had to leave. Yeah, I was like, she's like, can you go, bitch? <laughs> I was like, girl. <laughs> I already go. <laughs> <laughs> that costs extra. <laughs> that's a cover. We had a, a kind of a crazy two weeks. Yeah, girl. There was like, we both were proposed to. Oh my god, we're both proposed. <laughs> oh my god, there were breakups. We got handbags. handbags. <laughs> you got a handbag. I got a wallet. You got <laughs> what was your? You got a Dior uh, handbag. I got a a, a Combs uh, wallet. What? A comb good yeah. Oh my god, I can't I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> a come in the what? A come in a come in my face. A come in my face wallet. She got a wallet for coming. I got someone come on her yeah, face. Yeah, you know. Sometimes you get flowers, sometimes you get a fierce wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out, oh my god, today George Michael died. Oh shit, yeah. Girl. Rest in peace, baby. I remember when I was a little puppy, I got a wham. Uh, video box set (laughs) and it was like every wham video all five of them and (laughs) no i was kidding they had actually quite a few videos and i remember like i like ran this video cassette 
tape, like VHS, whatever it was. And you know, it's kind of crazy because he was a really good songwriter. He was fucking talented, and he's it was ahead of his he time. Was one of my and favorites. if he came out right now, he'd be famous again. You know, like he he's he was just truly talented, and we're gonna, he's going to be truly missed. Oh, this one's for you. This one's for you. Cheers, bitch. George. To George, sipping on this tea for you. Girl, what do you got? Well, it's becoming more and more difficult for me not to talk about politics. You know, I hate talking about politics. I know, but it happens. It's part of our lives. It's like something I actually try to avoid because I don't even like to mention certain politicians' names. Girl, I had to read somebody at work. I was like, you know what? We don't have the same views, so maybe you should like not do this. Yeah. Because I think it's like, I don't want to punch like, you. Shut, Shut the fuck up! up. <laughs> you didn't bring your wand to work? That yeah, day? I didn't bring my wand to What I did was, I, I actually like came out of my face a little and I was like, you know what? This is not my crowd. So I'm just like, keep it cool. <laughs> yeah, I just like to walk away. It's funny because I, I, I normally do, but I was like really emotional. I was listening to like Wu Tang and I was like pissed, you know? Like I was like, fuck it. I realized lately, like all my white friends are mad guilty. They, they feel mad guilty. Girl, I got presents. I got to apologize to you. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, I'm sorry. I got that dinner. I'm white. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Totally. And I'm like, Oh my god, it's okay. Like, it's okay. No, it's, it's not totally your fault. Like, yeah, not, that's not our that's not our universe. Let's keep yeah, it together. Let's keep it cute. Like I don't look at you that way. I mean, it's honestly, Today. dinner's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the lobster though. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have the surf and turf. Yeah. So Trump seems to be having a hard time finding people to perform for his inauguration. No one likes you. No one likes you. They never no liked. One, you. They never liked you. <laughs> well, they actually found. They actually found one group to perform, Girl. the Rockettes. The, you mean like the New York City Rockettes, Rockefeller Center? Rockefeller Center <laughs> Rockettes, honey. Girl. He released a statement saying... But they don't sing. They're going to kick for, what, 30 minutes? Like, what are they going to do? Girl, Putin's going to sing, and they're going to do yeah. it. <laughs> He's like, you're playing accordion. So Trump's team released a statement so excited because finally someone said yes. Girl, they got the Rockettes. Girl, I said, they did so in 2001 and 2005. The Rockettes are a wonderful group who have been a part of American culture for decades, almost 100 years, and they represent many women from around the country, and they're really what's best about America. Really? Because their legs are kicking with no <laughs> pants on. <laughs> Dumb bitch. But allegedly, most ah. of the Rockettes do not want to perform at the right inauguration. On. She's like, I'm but, not kicking for this. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, un- they're a part of a union that mm-hmm. put in writing that the Rockettes must accept the inauguration gig or that they will lose their jobs. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. A woman named Amanda that sucks uh, dick. Duarte stated, uh, it's perfect, actually. What could be more fitting for this inauguration than forcing a group of women to do something with their bodies against their will? Word. Thanks. So. That's kind of fucked up, girl. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I mean, that's gonna call that's gonna cause an uproar. So obviously, they're probably gonna have to get like Hootie and the Blowfish or some shit like that. I have no idea. Like, who are they gonna get? They should all do like <laughs> I heard this story about the Big Lebowski. Remember when all the girls have their legs on the? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that while they were filming that they they um they all put fake pubic hair <gasps> between yeah. their legs so when the guy was going underneath he was like he was like oh shit what the fuck <laughs> they genie. should all show up with like big bushes big ba- bushes oh when they kick it's like kick high is like a little big bush <laughs> oh that's genius that would be that fun. would be hilarious <laughs> 
then that would definitely watch it. You're like, I'm going to kick real high for you. Oh, my God. I'm sure they could get somebody for the 80s that needs a, that needs a gig or something to yeah. do it. Well, while we're on the topic of Trump, Ivanka yeah. Trump recently took a JetBlue flight to Hawaii for vacation. Oh, poor thing. She's been so exhausted. <laughs> um, so... It kind of caused an uproar because two men were kicked off of the flight after they reportedly harassed Ivanka Trump oh on God, really? this flight to Hawaii. Not, well, that's not cool. You don't do that, even though if you don't hate anybody, right? <laughs> A hunter caught. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I, I mean, mean I've been angry. You I know. I know, because I'm a little angry person. A little. Okay. Okay, go on. <laughs> a Hunter College professor named Matthew Lasner posted a series of tweets about the situation. In one, he wrote, Ivanka and Jared on our flight. My husband expressed displeasure in a calm tone. JetBlue staff overheard and they kicked us off the plane. <laughs> However, while Lasner tweeted that he and his husband were kicked off the plane for expressing displeasure in a calm tone... The man had tweeted less than an hour before getting kicked off the plane saying, Ivanka and Jared at JFK T5 flying commercial. My <laughs> husband chasing them down to harass them. Hashtag banality of evil. Oof. According to TMZ, there was an out of control passenger on her flight who began verbally berating her and jeering at her three kids. Oh, that's not cool. The man allegedly screamed at her and her family, your father's ruining the country. Well, that's true. The guy continued his <laughs> rant while holding his kid in his arms, saying, why is she on our flight? She should be flying private. Which I kind of agree. Like, she's on a... Was she there, trying there to keep it real? of it, and she looked like she was in, like... She looked like I, with us traveling. Yeah, I'm like, girl, like, don't you're you... in my seat. Not, yeah, not only are you in my seat, uh, she, I think she was, like, in the middle seat, too, which was like... Uh. Um, don't I, they I, have... Okay, well, there were also... Aren't they rich? They well, can't Secret Service agents were also on the flight. Oh, word. It's like, don't you have a private plane for all this? Like, you're the president's daughter now. That's insane. I just, like, I just, what I don't understand is, uh, I understand everyone's emotions. You know, I, I get everyone's pissed right now, and they're not going to uh, not voice their opinions. But I think, you know, <laughs> there's a time and a place for it, and you don't want to get kicked out of a flight. I know where I want to go where I need to go, and I'm not, I'm going to bite my tongue until I get there. Flights are rough because, well, Jeff released a statement saying, Oof. the decision to remove a customer from a flight is not taken lightly. If a crew determines that a customer is causing conflict on the aircraft, the customer will be asked to deplane, especially if the crew feels the situation runs the risk of escalation during flight. Because once right. you're in the air, you have no Yeah, you're fucked. Choice. Yeah, you have no choice. You got to stick with these assholes. Yeah. Well, this is another another crazy flight story is um, Adam, S- I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, Saleh. Why not? Um, well, he's a Muslim-American YouTube star. Right. He's a filmmaker, filmmaker from Manhattan, and his friend uh, Slim Abahir uh-huh. from Bay Ridge. Represent. They were asked by the captain to leave the flight at Heathrow Airport after Mr. Saleh spoke in Arabic to his mother on the phone. Right. And he and his friend Mr. Abahir uh, followed up by speaking to each other in Arabic which caused alarm amongst the British passengers on the flight. Are you fucking kidding me? No. The news stirred up a lot, a lot of conflict and anger uh, towards the airline industry. Um, Some people were skeptical, even though when the flight landed, all the passengers corroborated with their story. Because he's a YouTube star and he's, he's known for like doing pranks and hoaxes. Right, right, right. And um, some of them, kind of expose people for their for Muslim stereotypes. Right. Um, but what I don't understand is, is like, 
he wasn't doing a hoax. He was just traveling. This was a dude. No, yeah. This was a dude just traveling. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. That's the one I want. Okay. Yeah. So he, there, there was no. No, in this video of it, and you antics. can see people like, get out, get out. To him. Yeah. That's frightening. It's terrifying. That's like me if like I wanted to go on a flight and they didn't like me because I was Latin and whatever. They would just start saying, get out, spick. Like, how does this, is this. Well, that's happened to me. That's Girl. happened to me in um, Rockaway. When ah. I was little, I was I was lost with my brother. Fourth of July, <gasps> we were trying to find our way to our father at the time, and we got off the wrong train stop. Yeah, and we wound up on a block with a bunch of white kids playing. You know, it's like a block party. It's Fourth yeah. of July. Yeah, and we're like asking people, like, where do we get to this park? We're lost. Whatever. Oh man! Suddenly, one of the kids. I guess one of their bikes was stolen that day, Oof. and they started shouting, "They're the ones that stole our bike." Well, did your brother steal it? No. <laughs> I can vouch for him. <laughs> Actually, I was with him all day. <laughs> you were his alibi. No, they literally like singled us out because we were brown. And they were throwing fireworks at us. Oof. They were throwing rocks at us. They were throwing bottles at us. We Jesus were attacked Christ. from just walking down the wrong block. That's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've experienced some crunchy shit. It happened to me one time in Boston, actually. Girl, I was that, visiting. That's what you get for going to Boston. Well, you know, it was a different dick. And... <laughs> You know how we travel for you dick. You should never travel. <laughs> you know. You know what? Let's lighten up <laughs> the tea. Can we have a little, like a little, like a softer tea? Well, maybe you'll find this funny. Azalea <laughs> Banks is in a beef. Surprise, surprise. Wait, she has a problem with somebody? Yeah. You know what? She always never does. She never has a problem with anybody. <laughs> well, now she's aimed her shade at Nicki Minaj. Ah, oh, yes. This one actually sounds good. Brown on brown crime. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so a recent feud, uh, which is assumed to have started because Nicki Minaj has a, a mobile app game, which is called Nicki Minaj the Empire. Okay. On, in the game, there's a character based on Azalea Banks named Fan2C, which is kind of a pointed shade because she had the mixtape called Fantasy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So in the game, someone stops and comments. Have you listened to the new Fantasy album? It sounds like what a mermaid song would sound like. Sort of like a really long, obnoxious screech that goes on for hours. Gag, that's shade <laughs> down. Well, Azalea Banks responded, but she, you of know, course. she no longer has Twitter. So she's after like, she read, she's like, a num- like the four, she's like doing knocking. She's like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, fuck, I forgot. I have Twitter. She has like Morse code. She's looking for her phone. <laughs> Well, she was kicked off Twitter yeah. you know, after she read, went in on Zane, which right. we covered that, yeah, that, we covered that earlier this on year. episode one yeah. of season one. So she took to Facebook to go in on Nicki Minaj, and here is what she said. Go on. Nicki girl, now listen. Mm-hmm. Don't start throwing shade because you missed Safari and know that I've actually made a banger with him. Don't mm-hmm. get mad. Get even. Slim down a bit, Ooh. especially in your neck and arms. Oh. Decrease the butt just a bit. I've seen your butt make some really expensive dresses look really cheap. And stop wearing spandex as an outfit for fuck's sake. Also, stop calling yourself the queen of rap. Queens don't wear spandex, sweetie. Marketing genius, yes. But your cheap made in China perfume smells like car freshener and your beverage tastes like kitchen cleaner. Damn, she reads so good. Girl, she's so good. reads like a queen of the Nile. A queen on 14th Street on a Saturday fucking night. McDonald's sells a lot of (laughs) (laughs) burgers. Oh my God. McDonald's sells a lot of burgers, but no one is telling McDonald's that they're the pinnacle of cuisine and taste. This is true of you. 
Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. I needed that. Girl. You know, I needed that. Thank you. That no. was good. There's more. That was, oh, there's more? Wait, no, wait, no, no, there's no, no, no. more. Finish, mom. She, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, oh, do yourself a favor and Oof. image search Gaga 2011 <laughs> <laughs> and pick that back up. This real Nikki is not as interesting as the Gaga knockoff Nikki. Give the girls what they want. Ooh. And stay tuned for my joint with your man. I really think you're gonna love it. Oh, <laughs> you know, I don't know why I'm not mad at this because it's hilarious. It's maybe, funny. maybe this is just hilarious. That that bitch reads hard. She goes. In. I'm almost blushing, girl. She goes in, girl. I mean, I love a good read like any other girl. We all appreciate a good read. Um, Respects. Well, this one's a kiki. Oh, here we go. Um, Miss Lena Dunham. Mm. You know, we all know her. She's the creator of the Star of Girls. Yes, yes, which yes. I yes. do love that show. It's a key. Yeah, yeah, we both funny. watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's also known for her modern hipster feminism. Yep. And she's now at the center of another controversy. Yeah. During the most recent episode of the Woman of the Hour podcast, right. she spoke about visiting a Planned Parenthood location in Texas and coming to terms with her own internalized stigma surrounding the practice of abortion. Right. However, Dunham's closing statement on this revelation hasn't exactly landed well with many listeners. Oh, man, what'd she say? She goes on to say, I wanted to make it really clear to hear that as much as I was going out and fighting for other women's options, I myself had never had an abortion, but I wish I had. Uh, No, you don't. (laughs) Been there, done that, didn't like it. Many people then took to Twitter, of course, to express their frustration with Lena's comments. And here were some of my select favorites. Oh, man. Can we all just agree that Lena Dunham is representative of everything feminism shouldn't be? Mm. Lena Dunham, Amy Schumer, and Jennifer Lawrence think they're super cute and quirky when they're high-key racist and problematic as hell. Lena Dunham must got a special brand of narcissism. She can make anything, anything about her. I don't believe abortions are inherently stressful or sad, but it's incredibly out of touch and privileged for Lena Dunham to wish for one. That's the most horrible thing I've ever heard in my life. And the final one. An abortion is not some fun activity. It's a terrifying procedure that many women have to go through extreme dangerous lengths to get. Well, I'll I'll, I'll share something personal with you. I had an abortion uh, maybe 13 years ago. Uh, I was like the last of my stupid years. And, um, well, sort of. Uh, (laughs) Recently. Yeah. Welcome don't. back. Hashtag don't fuck New York DJs raw. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I had an abortion and it was really <laughs> terrifying, you know, and uh, I was alone that day and um, the person I was with, uh, you know, was at work and couldn't be with me. So I was alone and I actually took this abortion at home and I had to stick these pills up my pussy and I saw like blood clocks coming out of my vagina and I saw the whole shit coming. It was just, it was one of the most painful, uh, physical, painfully, painful experience of my life. And mentally it it, it kind of fucked me up for a little bit Uh, because when I got there, they did the sonogram, they left me alone with the sonogram with my baby and left me in the room with it. And I was like, oh, they wanted, you know, (laughs) they're like, it was just like really fucked up that they did that. They left me. You felt like it was on purpose. It was was 100% on purpose. And, um, cause I felt immediately I was judged by the nurses 
And um, so yeah, so I, I did it anyway, and it was it was awful. It was like it was a, it, it was a hardcore experience. I I don't wish it on anybody who has to make that decision. It was the best decision I ever made for me at the time because I cl- clearly I just really wasn't ready for it, and I was um, I wasn't ready, but I also regretted it, and I I went through my shit, whatever, as every girl does. You know, you have your doubts, like oh god, I could I, yeah. yeah, whatever. But, you know, you have to, like, be careful with your words. Because, you know, a lot of women have been through this. Some, obviously, it was, it's great decisions for them. It was it was a good decision for me at the time. But it kind of, it does fuck you up for a bit, you know? Yeah. Well, she's, like, she's that type of white girl that she's, like, she's trying to relate. You know, yeah. like, she needs, like, she needs, like, a cause to support her success. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, you don't need to relate in order to support no, you don't. You no, mean? you don't. I, there's a lot of causes that I, I can't relate to, but I can sympathize with. And I, I don't need to have a, a, a personal experience. But with this, I do have a personal experience. And, it, and I think it's really irresponsible to say something like that because it fucking sucks. You yeah. know? Exactly. It's one of the worst decisions I ever had to make. You know? Yeah. We appreciate your support, but you should just accept that you will never understand certain things in life, girls yeah. and boys out you, there. Yeah, you, you, know, you, could, you don't have to always relate. Like, some guys no. are like, oh, I'm a feminist. Who can I? I'm like, can I have that? <laughs> can I have that? Can it's I have like, that, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you get out of my fucking shit? Can I have yeah. this one woman thing I have that I can own and, and fight for without you fucking putting your dick in it? <laughs> It's like just help seek out the problem and help terminate the problem. Like yeah. whatever the problem is and like just don't be the problem. And maybe part of like helping with the problem is realizing that you are the problem. Yeah. Step out. Well, anyway, she... You're not invited. <laughs> you're not invited to this party. Yeah. And if you are, just help throw some fists. You don't have to like pretend you live my life. Or throw a check. Just throw a check. Throw, to throw, you check, know, yeah. throw a check. Well, she uh, responded on her Instagram apologizing. She said it was a distasteful joke. Yeah, My words were spoken from a sort of delusional girl persona I often inhabit. A girl who careened between wisdom and ignorance. That's what my TV show is too. And it didn't translate. Oh God, I'm just going to take a nap. That's my fault. I would never, ever intentionally trivialize the emotional and physical challenges of terminating a pregnancy. Well, you know what? It's, it kind of... <laughs> you, know, you know what? Be careful with your words. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of sensitive girls out there, uh, including myself, regarding this topic and um don't be stupid you know like i hate using the, that's an excuse for me you're a woman now and and you, you have a platform and let's let's take it in a more sensitive yeah why don't you get other women that have been through it to speak on yeah. their behalf you yeah. know what i mean like don't and just like support and say i i of course as women everyone should have the freedom to choose whatever the fuck they want. Fuck yeah. That should be your stance. You yeah. don't need to say, I wish I had an abortion to prove a point. Like, you don't have to... It's like... Yeah. It's like someone gets shot or a cop shoots someone. It's like, oh, I wish I was shot too. It's like, what... what it's the same... What would you say that? Yeah, why would you say that? <laughs> just like, First of all, you would never be in that position. Exactly. Because the problem's not focused on you. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay to support that cause. Of course, of course. There's some shoes you don't want to walk on <laughs> yeah step off anyway we're going to introduce a new segment here allegedly we're, we're, we're looking for a lot of new segments if you guys have any suggestions for segments we're always open we like to get creative with ours we yes. last uh, episode we introduced uh, slang sessions where we taught you about uh the difference between a zaddy and a daddy right. 
And this is a new segment we call Apathy. <laughs> yes. Which is uh, where we showcase men that we find on dating apps whose profiles we really feel sorry for. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're good, we're good. So, this is a maze ball. This is going to be fun. Girl, I've gotten some diary <laughs> shit. Go on. So first up is from OkCupid. Work. Uh, Matthew Michael 11. Work. We're shouting at the names. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to also get them laid too. Because some, you know, we're making fun of this. No, we just, whatever. Whatevs. Maybe there's someone out there that's like, this guy sounds like he's for me. Can we say allegedly before his name, please? Oh, do we? Yeah, just just in case. I don't know. It's true. Yeah, but allegedly. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to get in trouble. Anyway, I don't have that. This is expensive trouble. <laughs> so anyway, he has, he's a very sweet guy. Right on. He's um, he he really is expressive about what he's looking for. So mm. um, I'm gonna read a bit of his profile. Yes, I'm seeking a partner who doesn't necessarily have to love football. Fuck. However, I'm currently looking for someone who will watch the New York Giants games with me while cuddling, or at least being close to me on the couch for virtually the entire time. I have the perfect girl for her. <laughs> Him, whatevs. <laughs> because I really could either use a shoulder to lean and cry on or someone to share my overwhelming joy with. It's not too much to ask out of a partner. This team makes me emotional like how one might become emotional during a dramatic film or a beautiful Broadway production. Fuck it's we- not just football. <laughs> Do we run out of wine? Excuse me. Keep on. I'm just going to get the wine okay, as you're good. talking about this bullshit. <laughs> Okay, he goes, listen, it's not really that much time to spend over the course of one regular season. There are only 16 games over the course of the regular season. That is only approximately 48 hours over the course of 17 weeks. There is always... (laughs) Kevin. There is always... fucking math. (laughs) You did the fucking math. There is always one week during the season where a football team earns a bye week. To rest, so this is why it is over the course of 17 weeks. I love life, perhaps not always, but I felt like I did when I just wrote. Oh my God, girl. But I felt like I did when I just wrote it on this profile a few seconds ago. Great way to segue into the fact that time keeps moving on no matter what. Okay. I love treating a woman like oh, a woman. More. <laughs> One more line. Uh-huh. I love treating a woman like a woman, and mm. in exchange, I want to be treated like a man. Really? It doesn't sound like you want to be treated like a man. It sounds like you want to treat, treat him like you know, at a fucking football game. <laughs> like, am I supposed to make wings every Sunday? <laughs> like, am I supposed to, like, have a zip for you? Oh, my God. I actually did that. So you don't make- so did that <laughs> shit. No, me. Did this. Okay, but the thing is, it wasn't just football with this motherfucker. He, does he listen to this? It was, I don't okay. know, girl. Don't Whatever. Know. Okay, let me just keep on going with this. You watched hockey, football, baseball. Uh, what else? Give me more. You did it I, all. Boxing, but I liked boxing. But no, boxing's hot. Boxing was good. I love boxing myself. Um, <laughs> but it was close I would, to I would like cook for hosts, all his friends, and cook. We weren't talking and- then, were we? <laughs> This is 
This is when I was single and you had a man, which is so fun. We're never like this is the first time Nomi and I have been single for the first time at the same time together. That's so which true. is lethal. Which is crazy. We're ruining lives. We're ruining people's <laughs> lives down. <laughs> like one at a time. One like, peen <laughs> at a time. And Girl, some puss. Um, made too mix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> like, I feel like I, I'm going to have a profile too. I'm going to say, listen, every Sundays, I got to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> I got to watch all my back to back episodes that I had missed. And I would like someone to cuddle with. I don't like someone to cuddle with while I'm watching Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta. I'm gonna like I'm gonna watch Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> and I want you to be wearing sweatpants and I wanna have my hands on your cock for <laughs> the entire hour. But and I then I gotta want- go into the studio after. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want you to talk. <laughs> Not at all. I mean that's only one hour per week for like a whole year. No, it's half a year. What's the season? But the thing is, they have so many, so many, you know, there's Love and Hip Hop, New York, Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta. It just keeps going. It keeps on going. So So honestly, we're just not going to be speaking every Monday. Right. Just in case I, and if I miss a back episode. That's a good trade with like football and Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, that worked out that for us. But yeah, see, compromising. <laughs> well, I mean, if any of you ladies are into that kind of shit, you said you knew someone who was down with that. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say her name, oh, but you know I, she knows who I'm was, talking I, about. I was talking to this guy, <laughs> and I, then after like, I read his profile, I started ignoring him. <laughs> and then he texted me, he's like, we hung out five years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, we totally banged five years ago. Oh my and I'm God. like, you forgot. I forgot. Did you flash back? Did you ever remember? I tried to remember, but clearly something wasn't right. Cause clearly I, the dick wasn't was, good. Cause you up. always remember good dick. I locked down good dick. Yeah. I keep that shit. Girl, 15 and years. I still have my lovers. Yeah. I know. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's like the longest. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, well, let's get into some new music. Yes, bitch. First up is Trap Called Quest. My favorite they of have all time. new album out. Uh-huh. There's a track off their new album. Their new album is called We Got It From Here. Thanks for your service. Cute. That kind of sums up some articles we just read. Seriously. Like, we got this. Thank we you. We got this. You can leave. <laughs> Actually, I say that after every date. <laughs> I, I got this. You know what? I got it from here. You could go. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so this song is called We the People. Yes. Um, girl, yeah. this is my shit. Like legit. I had this on loop. I walked from Midtown to Ludlow <laughs> with this one track. Doing runway, hip hop. Doing runway. runway, girl. My back actually kind of hurts from it. I don't know what I because I stomp really hard when I walk. Oh my god. Well, yeah. the new uh, the new tribe album was recorded at Q Tips Home Studio Dope. following their performance on Jimmy Fallon's uh, Tonight Show one year ago. Cute. Pitchfork states that when Q-Tip was asked about grown men making hip-hop music, mm. he countered that hip-hop was not solely a youth genre, that the media and commercial forces had made it so, mm. that the top MC of the moment, which he said was Jay-Z, yeah. was in his 30s, Hello. and that the best art comes not from the exuberance of youth, but the mastery of form. Work. And True. we got it from here proves that he was right. Uh, so here we go with Tribe Called Quest. Uh, it's perfect for fucking what's happening in the world right now. Let me we tell you. Got it from here. I fucking ran this shit to death. Like to death. 
with yes. we the people yes 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 uh we want to take a quick moment to fill you in on new year's eve plans what you wearing girl i don't know i'm wearing something i feel like wearing a bow tie <laughs> and that's it and titties actually well i bought that dress recently oh that's a sexual dress it's sexual it looks wet it looks wet <laughs> <laughs> i know i just all i know i want to wear a bow tie Cute. Start there. I'm See starting there goes. and hoping for the best. That might change when I go to Knickerbocker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be wet with leather. I'm going to be like Nicki Minaj spandexing it out, girl. <laughs> spandexing class. Stretch. Lycra. <laughs> so I think we're going to go to the Disclosure Eliasco Bar party. Yes. Which is still being, the location is being kept under wraps. I love a good wrapping look. Um, there's also an, another party at New Blue, the new New Blue at 151 oh, that's gonna be fun. Avenue C. It's yeah. Oceanus. Yeah. And 
Ilhan Ursaheen's gonna be performing and Dope. World War Walter is gonna be DJing. You know I love Walter. Right? I mean that's gonna be a sexy ass like, party. Do you remember you said we have a crush on Walter? <laughs> um of course. And we, we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um uh. <laughs> We're gonna try to go there too. Yeah, fuck yeah. I don't know. I think that's where it's Girl, my Juno is ready. Let's hope it's because I've like I've like honestly transitioned to like Juno now. You're definitely sponsored by Juno. I'm so my pussy is sponsored. Actually, by we Juno. shouldn't say their names anymore until they give us money. So mm. we don't know I'm just going places. which app we're choosing. Actually. <laughs> we're app. <laughs> yeah. If you want us, if you want to sponsor us, so we can blow up your your names, <laughs> you can email us at allegedlyNYC at gmail Give us a ride, and everyone, let us know what your New Year's plans are. Yeah. And send us your questions, comments. We're still trying to build a whole Ask Ava segment. But we haven't got enough questions to Ava, so. Yeah, I guess Email not. us at allegedly NYC. I guess you're all fine. <laughs> I guess you're just fine. You had the most perfect 2016 ever. Which is in their perfect lives. Mine's was awesome. You know what? I had an ups and downs, but it's not <laughs> bad. Like, I mean, the other day I was like, you know what? I'm fine. <laughs> like, I think we're going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, we were like talking about how we like kind of been going rogue lately. I was like, we have so much fun. <laughs> it was so fun, yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get into another new track. Um, this one comes from a group called The Internet. Oh, God, it's sexual. This album is pretty dope. It's not that new. It came out in 2015, but we recently discovered it. We recently, so it's new for us. Yeah. So It's off the it. album called Eagle Death. Mm-hmm. It was uh, produced by... Actually, no, this was not produced by Kijana. That's another we we had a hard time choosing which track to play because there was so many good ones. We couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. Like it should you know, this is what like I don't know, it was just giving me good vibes. I love yeah. it. Yeah. The group consists of members Sid and Matt Martians, along with Patrick Page, the second, Christopher Allen Smith, and Jamil Bruner. Yeah. Uh, the album was recorded primarily at in Sid's basement in a three-week period and released on Odd Future Records. Mm-hmm. So here it is. We're going to play. It's going to be dope. Getaway. You're welcome. Ego Death. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this with Sense8 starlet Jamie Clayton. My new best friend. Yeah. You've been replaced. How dare you? We're going shopping. I'm going to put a sex ball in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. I'll take it. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Who's that? Could be worse. 
All right, and we're back with a very special guest, Yay. Hollywood starlet, Hollywood. star of the hit Netflix series Sense Eight, yes. Miss Jamie Clayton. Welcome Yay. to Allegedly. Thank Hi. you so much for coming. Yes. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all are so wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so excited to have you here. Yes. Thank you. We even got um, a little bubbly. Yeah, we got a special bottle for you. We usually like special. start drinking in the beginning of the show. Yeah. And then we just continue with the same bottle. <laughs> but we brought you your own special bottle. Yes. I'm we very went, excited. Yeah. <laughs> Nomi and I went to the um, Wine and Spirit, <laughs> like, wine tasting extravaganza and we tasted wine basically for how many hours a lot of hours yeah okay. well done yeah it was so cool because we walked in they're like please take a glass which is like a wet dream for me <laughs> that guy, that's what that was heaven i was like and i'm like looking at like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like wide-eyed okay so this is called um la marca it's a prosecco and it's from italy and um i'll tell you about it Tell us. Okay. <laughs> it's a vibrant briquet of apples, white peach, and honeysuckle. Perfect. Oh, that sounds delicious. That, that's, right? how, that's how it's, I would describe Jamie. Yeah, exactly. Merci oh. <laughs> beaucoup. Let's pop that bottle. Okay, let's pop that bottle. Okay, cute, cute, cute. Oh my God, I'm scared. It's my favorite sound in the whole wide world. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh my God, that's after James, James Lipton, uh, uh, when they, he asks, what's your favorite sound? It's like, the sound of champagne. Yeah, no, legit. That cork popping <laughs> is my favorite sound in the whole wide world. Exactly, me too. Uh, okay. Well, welcome to allegedly. Welcome to New York. Thank you very much. You're God, it's so home, good to be right? back. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you are. You're from San Francisco. San Diego. San Diego. Yes. Sorry. Born Cheers. and raised. Cheers. 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 Born and raised in San Diego, California, Mm -hmm. and um, lived in New York for over 17 years, and now been in L.A. for two. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. How's the Hollywood life treating you? It's good. I mean, it's it's a lot different being in L.A. I think anybody listening who has lived in, you know, either place or visited, you know, whatever it is, you, you get the differences, and... LA is its own unique animal, just like New York is, and um, I don't know. I feel like a bit of a, a bit of a bit of um, <laughs> a bit of my heart is still here in New York, but it's good to be in LA because I'm. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of I'm tired, and so, <laughs> so, oh so it's, I think it's a lot easier to take a nap in LA and not feel like you're missing anything. And it's you know, so true. The day yeah. life is different, and the hustle is it's, different. It's a lot. Yes, exactly. If, the hustle in New York is so real, and just being here these five days that I've been, it's like I notice and I feel the hustle all around me. Yeah. And in LA, it's just way more like, "Hey, what's hey. up?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone's like really, and I'm sort of zenned out at the moment anyway, so it's nice for me to be there and take a break. But I'm that's sure I'll awesome. end up back here. Amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. You have oh, New York so in cool. your soul. I'm sure, I do. It's in my blood. Oh, good. Okay. I hope we need to become neighbors. Oh, mm-hmm. I would love that. <laughs> yes, Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> so you are starring in the new Netflix series Sense Eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is about to go into its second season, correct? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Oh my God, what's it been like? How's yeah. everything? It's it's been an absolute 
fucking roller coaster. Oh so we, we, we film all over the world. Um, anyone who has seen the show knows, and if you haven't seen the show, it's incredible. It's sci-fi. It's um, co-created, written, and directed by the Wachowskis and J. J. Michael Straczynski. Um, the Wachowski did The Matrix, and you know mm-hmm. all of their incredibly amazing and creative Epic and talented. Things, yeah. and so this is like eight people from all over the world, and we sort of become psychically connected to each other through a violent vision. Oh. Um, we filmed all over the world for season one, like literally nine different cities. It was breathtaking and incredible, like Mumbai and Iceland and London and Chicago, San Francisco, Mexico, Korea, oh Berlin. Your passport. It's amazing. Like Stamped full. Stamped. <laughs> like extra page pages. Yes, exactly. Amazing. And then they upped it for season two and we did 16 cities so yeah so season one is you can binge it now netflix it's there it lives it's amazing there's a two uh, thank you so So i'm blown away blown away (laughs) thank you yeah thank you thank you thank you there's a two-hour um, big Christmas special that's going to come out on the 23rd, and then Orange. all 10 episodes will drop on May 5th on Netflix. Oh, my God. Yes. So exciting. I know. Me, too. Oh I'm really God. excited for everyone to see I'm it. Obsessed. I, I kind of wait. We were just talking about binge-watching, and I kind of want to, like, force myself to watch, like, once a week. I, it's so but hard, it's so though. difficult. It's so difficult. I know. I know. But you and I, I binge walk like, half the weekend. I saw, like, Mozart in the Jungle all day yesterday. Finished it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You and oh, I God. watched uh, The Affair. The Affair. I mean, thank God that's, like, weekly. Cause that's weekly, yeah. We would have done nothing. Like, we no. would have Is that on Amazon today. or Hulu? That one's oh, oh, Showtime. Showtime. Showtime, yeah. Because it, it's sometimes, and even Hulu and Amazon are both, I think Amazon's doing it, but I know Hulu will do it even with their originals where they come out once a week and it, it forces me to pace myself, which I love, yes. you know, but it's, yes. it's, sometimes it's nice if, if I miss a couple and then you can go on and watch a couple. Yeah, it, I know. Cause it's your own personal. I will just keep pressing play. Yeah. I do and then too. the sun is up. Yeah. I do oh, it yeah, guilty. all the time. And yeah. then you like guilty. crash and you're depressed cause you're like, yes. Cause I don't have another show. There's nothing gone. exciting anymore. And then I'm like calling people like, you got a show? <laughs> You got a show I could watch. So funny. <laughs> like, I have a spoken like to you so funny. Like yeah, but did you watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> Should I watch it? <laughs> oh my God. I can give you plenty of show recommendations Please. if you need them. Oh, I need a, I'm I like do obsessed. actually. I'm you running low. And you my, had a good one recently. Yeah, my, my friends always tell me that. Oh, did I, that, and you watch. And my, yeah, my friends tell me that all the time. They're like, you told me to watch the show and I watched it and I loved it. Ooh, and I'm like, okay, good. stick with me. All right. I know, I know I'm what's up. I'm going to hit you up again. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'm running low. <laughs> um. So, uh, the more I get to know you as a homegirls, like yes. all these little things about our like past are coming out. Yeah. Like, oh, she's like, remember when I worked here? When I worked? I'm like, no. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask you more about like your journey into where you are now, because I think a lot of like girls who are like in entertainment, they see like how big things are, and they think like you're, you know, you were discovered and you're lucky, or there's this like, yes. you know, they yes. think yes. they're, like, they're yes. so left out of it, but they don't yeah. understand how much work, work the and struggle goes yes. behind it. So I want to ask you uh, more about your. Yeah, I just got like journey. full chills. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Good, let's do that. I would love to do that. Yeah. So what, like, you know, tell us a bit about because you moved to New York to pursue. Were you? Were you? Okay. First, before we go on, I wanted to ask you the difference between being an actor and an actress. To me, because there's zero a- difference. I think. I think to me, it's 
there's literally no difference. I mean, it's so dumb. It's like, you know, if you work in a bank, you're not like a banker or a banktress. Right. I mean, it's, I think that it's really funny. But some women think, say like they don't want, they want to be referred to as an actor, right? I think that's like a thing. I think, well, that, okay, from what I've heard is that even when a woman wants to be referred to as an actor, it's because she takes herself quite more seriously. Oh. You know, it's, it's like quite, quite a bit more serious. So I've got like a path, you know, and I've got like things that I like, you know, thinking, <laughs> and it's like I've got like a very clear idea and I've got, you know, like, I'm, and it's like very, very serious. I'm studied and, you know, like, a, I, take, I take my craft very serious. I'm an actor. <laughs> but for me, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I'm an actress. I'm an actor. It's the same profession. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's it doesn't really matter to me. And that's why I... On like on my socials and stuff, I say actressing, and like right, I'm, yeah. I'm constantly being. <laughs> I, I say actressing and like hashtag actressing because it's a to me it's a bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah. Right, so right. I'm just like I do actressing. I say that too, like at <laughs> customs. That's, I like that a lot. They're like yeah, I'll be in customs. They're like, what do you here for? And I'm like, for work. What do you do? Actressing. And they, they kind of they like look at me and they're like, what? They're like, this is not a joke. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm like, I, I have you're back. like what? I know. I'm like I want just want I like to have fun. Like, mm. Yeah. Okay. So. I love that. Um, have you always wanted to be an actress? No. Interesting. Interesting. No. I I had no idea. Um, and it's funny, I haven't talked about this before publicly. I've talked about this with friends, but I think for a big part of my life um, and during my transition, I felt as though I was, ta- I, this is the thing, I was taught, you pass, so you hide. Right. And, and you, you exactly, you go stealth. And I moved to New York when I was 19 years old to do a makeup artist, um, to do a makeup. <laughs> did well, did I just did. say that? That <laughs> happened to me. Yeah, we all had that. <laughs> to, to be a makeup <laughs> Oh my God, the audience is lively here I today. Um, so I moved to New York at 19 to be a makeup artist. Um, and I realized that dream and, and it was it was incredible to realize that dream. And, and it was realized um, through an incredible friend of mine. He's called Ozzy Salvatierra. And I was first assistant to him for ages and he's huge. And I got to work with every model that I you know saw in magazines when I was oh, a kid and growing so cool. up. Because Ozzy's huge. He was with Streeters and um, you know he was working with Lucia Perón for a while and so then anyway I was working with Ozzy and I thought you know this is what is supposed to happen like I'm lucky I look the way that I look I've been able to transition and I can do what I do and I'm I'm just supposed to sit down right like you're one of the lucky ones I I guess to live like that's what I was taught yes exactly I was taught by you know older trans women like you pass so you hide we're from that same like school the same generation like your realness exactly like it's our generation that was sort of you know like the age that I am it was and the thing is I was never comfortable with that because I've always been really proud of myself and my being and and I was always out to my family friends and lovers and I never hit it I just never you know wore it on my sleeve so to speak right and so then I sort of um I, I found acting through um, a guy called Brad Calcaterra, and he he introduced it to me, and you know we talked, and I told him about you know my story, my life, and he was like, I think that you should audit this class that I teach, and I audited this class, and it was literally like I had dropped acid. It was the most amazing uh, class ever. So, so I just cool. started taking these acting classes, and then it all sort of took off from there, and I realized I don't have to dim my light. Mm. I don't, and I had never done anything before, including makeup, where it was something that I was good at, that I loved. 
You I've been good voice. at everything wow. that I do because I'm a, I'm a Capricorn <laughs> and I'm like a perfectionist. Yes. I'm really, I'm good at tons of shit. I'm really good. But there hasn't been that perfect storm of something that I was really good at that I just loved. And that is what I found with acting. And once I started to do it and then I booked um, a part on Hung on HBO and Love I worked with Thomas Jane. It was really, it was a really good show. Such a good show. Yeah. I was so kind of bummed out when they canceled I it. I know, I know. Such and Thomas said to me on my last day, we were driving back to the um, to our trailers in the little golf cart on the set in LA and he said to me, he knew you know, that, I hadn't, that I hadn't done anything before and mm-hmm. he told me, you're a natural, stick with it. Wow. Oh. And I came home to New York and was like, I'm going to, do what the Punisher told me to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with this, and I stuck with it, and here I am. And you, you can't. It, and I went year, I went periods without working at all, and I was still doing makeup, and I was still, you know, like hustling in the city, you know, and like doing jobs and running around, like on my fucking hustle, like asking friends for work, and you know, like paycheck to paycheck, and but I made it work. I made it work, and it paid off big. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God, we're so proud of you. Thank 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 you. I'm proud of me too. And I think that's the most important part. Yeah. Do, you, Just, do you love your journey though? Like some people, so, yeah, you I look back it. onto it. You're like, wow, you know what? I, I wouldn't change one ate thing. Shit, I hustled it. Yes. I sweated it. I cried yes. it. I sat in, I, Every in fetal in a corner. Yes. All of it, but <laughs> it was worth it. There's nothing that I would change. There's not one broken heart. There's not one period of unemployment. There's not one, you know, I mean, I remember not being able to walk, not be, not being able to go to a job interview in the city. I didn't have money to get on the subway. Mm-hmm. Like I walked yeah. across the Brooklyn bridge at one point, like, I was living in, I mean, I, I, and I wouldn't change a bit of it because I wouldn't have the strength and the endurance that I have now. And also just the spirit and the kindness and and the gratitude. Like I just, and the experience that you probably bring to like your role. Exactly. 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 There's a moment. Yeah. My co-star Freema told me once that I'm an emotional well and that, that made me cry, which, well, there's the well. (laughs) And, (laughs) and And I wouldn't have my well if it wasn't for all of those experiences. Yeah. So just, you know, anybody listening who is going through a hard time or who has been through a hard time, just know that you can, you can, you can do it. You can. Do it. I would fucking do it. Yeah, it's very inspirational. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I read somewhere a quote from you. You were describing the character you play, whose name Nomi. No sense. <gasps> the oh, other really? Nomi. The other I know, Nomi. I know, I know, I know. The other yes. Tyra. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you said her story isn't about her transition or her transness. She just happens to be trans. Her story is about her strength, courage, and love. She has a job, a relationship, and now seven special friends. And I really love that line because I think that that sometimes, you know, I related to that because a lot of times the focus is so on that, you know, and then... On the transition. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's mm-hmm. such a... You know, I'm I got, like you, I'm proud of who I am. Yes. And I celebrate it and I share it with my friends and family. I don't hide it. Yes. But it's just a small part of my whole story and my whole life and yes. all the, the the talent and gifts I've been given, you know? Yes. So when when I read that of yours, I was like, this is this makes yeah, sense. Being, Do you feel the same? I totally feel the same. And I love when people read me quotes of things that I've said because I'm like, oh wow, like I said that? <laughs> like well done me. Yeah. And I've I've always seen my transness as some it's it's what I am. It's not who I am. Yeah. There's there's so much more to me than than just the trans thing and then when when I found acting I came in at a really specific lucky time I feel because there were I mean I've turned down way more work than I've done because 
the roles, you know, and I still have, you know, issues with this, like with Hollywood, you know, with all of the, with so many of the roles of trans characters being written by and portrayed by mostly white cisgender men. Yes. And in, in there, there wasn't any truth in that experience. And the interesting thing with Nomi and with Sensate was that because, um, if you're familiar with the Wachowskis, you know that they have both recently come out as trans. Right. Um, Lana Wachowski's been out for for a minute, and then Lily just came out um, about a year ago. And so to play a part of a trans person that was written by someone who's trans, like that experience, it's not the first time that it's happened, but it is, right. in my opinion, the, the, as far as is what I think, it's the first time that it's happened on such a big scale. Yeah, it's special. It's, it's special. special and because of that... This is what I'm, what that quote is about. It's because that's the whole thing about Nomi is that it's that the show has nothing to do with the fact that she's trans. No, it doesn't put a you know a microscope on her transition or you know all like. But you know you do see flashes of it with her family and with thing because it's part of her life. Yeah. But it's the 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 show is about these people and it's sci-fi and it's nuts and you know and there's you know, car chases and fighting and bombs and, you know, and Nomi's a hacker. And so, you know, you see her hacking and all this stuff and she has mm-hmm. a girlfriend and she's in love and they have amazing sex. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, she's having sex with her girlfriend. Then she's having sex with three other guys and they're in Mexico. And it's like, what? Cause right. they're like visiting in a moment. <laughs> and it's like this emotional connection. Good gig. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm just hoping I have that I for know. 2017. They're, they're <laughs> actressing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love actressing. It's actressing. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Like hashtag best job ever. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But that, I'm lucky. I'm lucky because I get to play this amazing character that has depth to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was actually going to ask you more about that because I just recently got into a little bit of like the film world and I see how like male dominated it is and how like th- even like the writers, directors are all, you know, like you said, cis heterosexual men yes telling these stories yes. and even like on a set like the whole crew is the like whole cr- everyone men yep. mm-hmm. yeah men. so i wondered like what your experiences has been from you know i know you've been in you were in neon demon too you were yes. in like a few other mm-hmm. yeah tv series a couple other shows and then yeah i did the i had a small thing in the neon demon which was great nicholas winding refn and i just did a um filmed a movie um directed by thomas alfredson with michael fessbender called the snowman oh wow it's coming out next year which is really good Sweet. yeah some good stuff thank you That's very much really cute. yeah so how do you handle yourself in those environments how do yeah. you like for other girls out there who may be like that pressure you know it's you know I think once I was at a place in my life where I really I mean honestly like I love myself and like I go to bed at night and I'm like I love you and like I look (laughs) in the mirror and there's this really incredible movie um it's called Angel A or Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Luc Besson and it's a Rivas Musen is the lead in it. And she plays, um, it's a black and white, it's French film. So if you can tolerate subtitles, I m- highly recommend watching it. I, I saw it once um, and immediately bought it on DVD and I own it and I've shared it with so many people. There's this, Rivas Musen plays an angel who's fallen from heaven to sort of help this guy get his fucking shitty ass life together. <laughs> and there's this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scene in the movie where this guy, I mean, he just, he lives in self-loathing and she's standing with him in in the toilets of a restaurant and she's staring at him in the mirror and he's like and she says to him like say I love you and he looks at her in the mirror and he's like I love you and she's like no to yourself and, oh. he, and he can't do it wow and it's really and I've I've 
been so, I was so touched. That's intense. That it was so fucking intense. That's and really I, intense. I saw this movie a long time ago and as like, you know, a young person, like to see this movie, I was like, have I ever, can I, would I be able to, can I look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you? And I tried it and I couldn't do it. I think I would be frightened to do that. Yeah. Cause I find myself not as recent, but like maybe, uh, I would say beginning of the year, I was really down and out and I could even pass a mirror without, I, I didn't want to look at it. it I've, I've been I there. couldn't even look at a mirror. Yes. So I could even do something like that. That yeah. would make me cry. And it, I would, it did, it, it would, it would take yes. me to a, all kind of, all kinds of low. Yeah. It yeah. did. It did me for a while, and I I practiced, you know, and I worked myself up to it, and I got to this place in my life, wow. you know, where I was able to to do it and look myself dead in the eye and be like, I love you, and I'm proud of you, and you've been through a lot of shit, and you know, your heart's been ripped out of your chest and thrown into oncoming traffic, and you've survived, and you know, you've been fired and you from jobs, and you've been hired, and you know, you've been told that you're shit, and you've been told that you're the best. Um, and, and all of those things have made me who I am. And so I think the combination of all of that and just knowing, I think it's, I think it's a sense of belonging. I mean, the, the interesting thing about being trans is that people look at me constantly and because I'm white and I look the way that I look, it's like what you were saying, like people think, you know, oh, like overnight success, like privilege, this, that, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. I've been a minority, my whole life. And unless you know what it's like to be a minority, it's a very unique thing. But I respect myself. I love myself. And I can walk onto a set. And it doesn't matter to me who is there. I just, I know that I belong there. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I'm good at what I do. Um, I hope. No, I'm kidding. I am. <laughs> I mean, and and yeah, I, I think if you just, just work, work on yourself, you know, and just know that when you walk in anywhere, when you walk onto a subway car, when you walk into a restaurant, when you walk into a movie set, just know that you belong there and that you, you have value and your, right. yeah, your spirit and your, the words that you, you know, your opinions and everything. And, you know, be open to learning and be open to, you know, yeah, just be open. Yeah. yeah, which is hard to do for a lot of folks. But so hard. It's so hard to do. But it's you so know what? Hard. Having that, having that mind, you could walk into any room, basically. Yes. Walking, walking to a set, walking in yeah. anywhere, anywhere. And as crazy as it sounds, I'm more comfortable walking onto a set than I am into a party. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I walk into parties and I'm like, I don't belong here. Like, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not fucking cool. Like, oh my god. Oh like, my god. Like, Sometimes like, I feel uh, the same way. I was like, where's the exits? I look for all the exits <laughs> every time I go to a party. I'm like, all back, of them. Front. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Immediate exit strategy. Yeah, yeah. always. Always. First one there, first <laughs> one to leave. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I look for the couch. I'm like, I need a nap. <laughs> well done. Where can I nap? Well Bar done. and exit. Just go Where nap. can I overstay my welcome? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so if you could tap into someone else's life, and like in Sense8, when you like get their powers, you know? Yes. And it was like a celebrity. Ooh. Who would it be? Oh, oh this God, this question. is a good one. Okay. Really good. I mean, there's there's probably a couple. How long would it be for? How long is the period of time? Is it like a blip oh, right. or is it like 24 hours? Or like, what is it? Let's there? say 24 hours. 24, 24 hours. Because yeah. okay. you got to cram 20. it in. You get it all. You, you get, get it all. Power. All of it. You get 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 their You get, you get Uber. You get Lyft. You get Juno. <laughs> all, all of it. Is Uber helicoptering? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think maybe let's do, let's have fun. Let's do top three. Okay, top. 
I think um, okay, I think number one would be Tilda Swinton. Oh, I think if I could just for like oh my god, even for five minutes, just feel what it's like to be such a powerhouse of a human being. Uh, um, I think that would be really closet. incredible. Well, I mean that, her and then I mean there's just so, so much, and I'm and also to see how you look in a shortcut too. Yeah, that, that exactly. Right? I know, like like, <laughs> like one of those like one of those virtual makeover things. Yeah. Okay, my number two would um would be Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Mm. Um, so I could you know like feel that she's like such an unattainable amount of beauty to me, and then also Jason Statham. Oh, I yes. mean, oh. I'd I'd want to be her like on an, on an overnight. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yes, I mean, so I come on her, that, and then, um, and then who would? Oh, and then my third would probably be Dave Gahan, ooh, the lead singer of Depeche Mode. I want to bone him wrong. Oh, I know, <laughs> oh, bitch, sorry, way up here. Yeah, I mean, take a, that take a, motherfucker take a has been on the top of my to do list uh, like uh, since I was about four. So you would just oh, like masturbate M-G. all day. Like, I mean, oh my god, <laughs> like, if I was Dave Gahan, I mean, I know, I mean, I'd probably like go to the studio and like uh, all I, I wear like, was leather, uh, yeah, leather pants, leather and pants, a t-shirt. no shirt. I uh, would like, probably, yeah, I would like uh, masturbate uh, and sing to myself. Oh my god, yeah. And guess what? I'm looking at the mirror and saying, I love myself. <laughs> I would like I would I would call my cell as him and leave me messages. Oh my god! Just be like, be like, you know, like, like Jamie, oh god, it's Dave. Is. Like you fucking. I, I would record my outgoing voicemail as oh like you've reached Jamie. This is Dave Cahon. You've reached Jamie Clayton's voicemail. Like, <laughs> do you remember I dated a guy only because he looked like him? Seriously? I do I, oh yeah, I for, and it was the worst. It was like not a. Like I, there was no like chemistry, but he looked like him, so I just went with it. Yeah, we've all done that. Oh, oh my god, I was like fucking like Iggy Pop one. Yeah, we've I found a guy that looked like Iggy Pop. Pop. Oh. I was like close enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. so he's from Costa Rica, but he's you know close. You know, I, close well enough. done. <laughs> you there was a scene in the la- in the season one. Of, there was sort of like a gangbang sequence. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the most colorful description I've heard of that. Of that sort scene of like so a gangbang sequence. Yes. Can yeah. you tell us how yes. you prepared for that? <laughs> Please. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the, the infamous, interesting. the interesting, interesting. The interesting yeah, but it's, it's the orgy scene. Um, it's episode six of season one, which the cast affectionately refers to as episode sex. Yeah. Ah. Uh, um, and in Portuguese, you say saruba, which is or so to all the Brazilian fans, te amo Brazil. Oh my god, right? You have so many. You were telling me recently, you have like, you yes. get like swarms. Swarms in like Brazil. Like she couldn't leave her hotel. Yeah, no. And, and we were dope. filming in Brazil, and they're, 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 the fans in Brazil are super passionate, and I love you. Te amo, Brazil. Oh, uh, the boys over there are really dope. Oh my god, did you find any boys there? there we, we weren't, I mean, we couldn't leave the hotel. It's, we, it's, it's, you it's like order, a rule or like order one? Just I mean, well, yeah, they were. <laughs> There were, there were, that hundreds, there were hundreds and hundreds of fans out. It's like we got mobbed. Oh, oh God, it's so awesome. we, we couldn't. I would have went to it the, was amazing. Like the barricade, of like you. Oh my God! <laughs> I would have brought a best from like, like get the one oh with the God. red shorts. <laughs> you're like you're like like up on stage like 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 in like white snake like. We'll take that one and that one and that one. Like, and then the security guards coming out, like, all the girls. Like, no, oh you, I mean, it would be me. I'm like, you, come out here. Amazing. I fucking bring them to me. Yeah, like, I really do. Oh I'm like, God. so your shit. Okay, wait, over so there. Right. Orgy. Yeah, sorry, Orgy. Orgy. Blah, 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 Orgy. So, I mean, it was, it, was, it was really, 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 I mean, it was honestly fun, but, like, the mm. one of the trippy aspects of our show is that, um, so we, we, like I said, we film all over the world, and, like, let's say we have this scene. So that scene took place first mm. in San Francisco, so... 
Um, uh, Nomi is having she starts she's having sex with her girlfriend called Amanita, and we're in bed, and it's the morning, you know, and it, it, which is interesting because I really like it in the morning too. And they start feeling, and so what happens? The characters um, they when they visit or share, so they share knowledge and and uh, abilities and things like that. And when they visit, it's when they sort of show up and are like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. So if um, same emotions are happening and they're heightened, the ability to visit is sharper. So. Nomi and Amanita are having sex, and then Will, the cop in Chicago, is working out, which is obviously like a sexual sort yeah. of endorphin rush. Yep, sweating. Yeah, and then <laughs> Lita Rodriguez, played by Miguel Angel Silvestre, who's oh, amazing. Oh my yes, God, oh sorry. my gosh. He deserves this. Oh. <laughs> 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 so Miguel and his boyfriend, Hernando, played by the amazing Alfonso Herrera, so cute. they're oh. having sex as well. So all of us, all of our, our, our senses are are very heightened in, in, in this sort of erotic aspect. And so we all start having sex with one another. And the funny thing is, so we film it first in San Francisco. So I'm there with Freema Adjaman and we're in bed and it's like, we've got, you know, these like patches on our crotches and like this whole thing is happening. And then they bring in Brian and Miguel and these, like the boys show up and they've got socks on their cocks. Oh, and, they, oh, and it was their very first scene of the whole season because no, we started in San Francisco sweet. first. So they show up on set completely <laughs> naked with gig. a sock <laughs> over their dick. You're like, I and love everything's I love, at, love Yeah, everything's on location. So we're in a real house and the bedroom's tiny and, and you know, Danielle, He's on Steadicam and he's he's in there and they, they've got the cameras all set up and it's you know and there's like only they can fit like four people in there and Lana's over in the corner you know and she's whispering like you know okay like yeah okay like now kiss and then like and then we kiss and he's like okay now Jamie out Brian in and then like Brian goes in and then like Miguel couldn't understand what she was saying because he does he couldn't hear her and so they would be like Miguel like leave and he'd just be kissing her and like and she'd be like leave and he, he's like still kissing her and then we're all there so we film it there. Amazing. And then we go on, we film, we go to San Francisco, we film, we finish in San Francisco, we go to Chicago, and then you know we go to London, and then we, so we film it in Chicago in the gym. So we film parts of it there, like a month later. Appropriate. And then months and months later, then we pick it all up in Mexico. So it's like months apart, and we're doing these <laughs> things. Like here we go again. Because here we go <laughs> again. <laughs> Let's check <laughs> this yeah. right out. Yeah. I mean, it's like riding a bicycle. Where's my patch? Where's my patch? Exactly. <laughs> Where's well, my the, patch? So the funny thing is, in Mexico, they kept falling off, which was hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, and Max is in it, too. Wolfgang. Max is in... Oh, my, oh my God, God. How could the, I forget? He's the German? Yes. Oh. The, the fucking safe cracker super hottie, Max Remelt. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, Max is a like, super zend out. Wolfgang is at um, like a liquidrome type situation in Berlin, which is like, mm. you know, like a relaxing sort of um, Russian baths type thing. And oh, right, the he's there swimming. Oh he's like, God, yeah. he, he's in like a whirlpool. And so we filmed it there. And that was hilarious. Tom Tikfer was directing. And they had some extras in that scene. And. Yeah, I mean, and not for nothing. I mean, it's been a minute. We we were all doing, we were drinking a little bit in the Good back. And then we, yeah. Went, yeah. I mean, I was super nervous because we were yeah. in Berlin and they had me completely naked because we were going in the in the whirlpool and oh. the, the patches in the side, they just won't work. It didn't work yeah. in water. Adhesive doesn't, like, it doesn't stick on. Just, just do so this. they were like, are you comfortable being totally naked? Because I was the only girl at that point in these scenes because I'm the only one that can visit. Right. Freema can't because she's not awesome. a sensei. Right. So yeah, completely sucks naked. So it sucks for her. Sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. You're not so invited course, to this one. Those Sorry. of you that have seen it and those of you that will watch, you'll see I pretty much attack Max. <laughs> 
Sorry, like, your senses aren't as sharp as mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine are like sharp as a knife. I'm like a shiv, honey. Watch out. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Okay, everyone has to watch that scene. Yes. You also, I remember I texted you and I was like, girl, did you do that stunt? Remember I was like, did you jump off the balcony, girl? Yes. You You're like, yes, I did. I yes, did actually, I did. I, I did. So yeah, there's, there's like a big escape scene where the BPO is looking and Nomi's hiding out in her girlfriend's mom's house and they come fucking knocking on the door and it's like super aggressive and super crazy and I have to jump out of a window onto a deck and then <laughs> climb out, like climb over the, the railing of the deck and then climb down and... It was insane, and then they cut it in a way that building actually just goes down to nothing. It like I remember it, watching that. I was like, "Well," and then the way that they cut it, insane. it's funny. They cut it so that it looks like I'm sort of hopping down onto something. But that building in San Francisco is sort of on. A, it has an amazing view. There's a scene where we're having lunch, and you see the view. That building's up on stilts, Jesus like, Christ. and so I had to then you know climb down. I mean, I'm on a, I'm on a wire, but then I do the whole thing and then I run into an alley and then there's a big fight scene and then I get on a bike and then I escape and then I steal a car and then I'm out of drive. Yeah. I did that. I did that. She did that. I did that. It's like, what'd you do today? Super proud. (laughs) Yeah. I I know. I I was super stoked. (laughs) So, I mean, everyone has to watch since eight. It starts again when? May 5th. Well, there's a two hour episode, December 23rd. Right. And then May 5th. 10 episodes drop. So this is just to hold us until May. Exactly. Gotcha. It's, it's, a, it's a special Christmas present all right, a little for all something. the senses. All right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cute. That's very nice of you. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> no. Do you believe in love? Definitely. Oh, my 100% I believe in love. I think it's the most beautiful, powerful, all-consuming... Um, I remember somebody asked me on Twitter, I do these fun little Q&As every once in a while, and someone asked me what, what it's like to fall in love. And my mm. response was, exactly that. It's like falling. Christ. Uh, so true. What's your yeah. Twitter handle? So we all know to stalk you. It's my Twitter and my Instagram are both Ms. M.S. Jamie Clayton, at Ms. Jamie Clayton. Feel cool. free to stalk her. And she's, uh, you're single currently, yeah? I am single. Oh, welcome. Yes. We're there. <laughs> motherfucking ready to goddamn oh, motherfucking right. There were rumors that you were dating Keanu Reeves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to just come my boyfriend. Ava was really upset at this time. Because <laughs> him and I have been dating for like about 20 years in oh my, my head. God. She's like, what, what year was this? <laughs> Because in 1986, we were together. Oh we were doing Villains excellent adventure. Oh my god! Yeah, and Parenthood. You remember him? Oh parenthood? my god! Oh my All of it, every minute of it. Yeah, he's my boyfriend in my head. Yeah, no, for he's so many years. That motherfucker is definitely capital F to the capital I to the capital N to the capital ah! E. Uh, as she refills, he seems like a nice guy. Is he? Yes. Um, I mean, this is funny. I mean, I'll just like, I'll put a kibosh on the rumors once and for all, because I've never spoken about it, which is really funny. Um, It was interesting when that story, when that story broke, because I I learned that was my first taste of, um, of the, the exact Hollywood, the machine, the, the tabloids, the spin, um, and how that machine works and how I became a cog in that machine and a pawn and I was used and that story went international and it was so funny and so much of the media covered it in such a beautiful way which I thought was really great and then some of it was very salacious which yeah. I still thought was really great um but <laughs> win, no win. we win win win, win. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. So um, but no we were never <laughs> dating we um obviously Keanu knows the Wachowskis from you know, from the Matrix, yes. and I was with Lana and um, her wife Karen and our casting director Carmen Cuba, who's incredible. Mm. 
Um, she also did um, Red Oaks and Stranger Things, Carmen. Uh, uh, I love you, Carmen. Uh, um, yeah, she's great. And and Alfonso, we were all at Chateau Marmont one night having drinks, and this is um, after season one. I'm not even sure if it had come out yet. Um, and we were just drinking. We were all hanging out, and then Keanu showed up. And so we're just drinking and drinking, and then Alfonso left, and then Carmen left, and then we're just drinking and drinking and drinking, and we're having a great time, and we're talking and we're flirting and the whole thing, and it was, you know, yes, whatever. Um, it was what it was. And then he and I walked out together yeah. and we said goodnight to each other. And then the, there were paparazzi hiding in the bushes out in front of fucking Chateau Marmont. And they recorded a video and they photographed us saying goodnight to each other in a very affectionate way that you would say goodnight to someone that you had a very nice evening with. And, and, and then I literally, I do not have his phone number. I haven't seen him since. I would love to, Me but too. no, but we were not, we were not dating. I was not his oh. transgender. <laughs> I was not his transgender tryst. Oh my God. Um, so which, vulgar. Yeah. Which, that, that, yeah. That was one of the funniest headlines I thought. Um, wow. So two seconds out of a, of an evening they capture and yeah. they make it into this crazy, insane headline. Yes. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's, it would have been, you know, and it makes this like elaborate story. Meanwhile, I know. Meanwhile, season one's coming out, and Lana set that whole thing up. (laughs) 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 You two, I'm gonna stay behind. Thanks, girl. Four rounds. These two more rounds. (laughs) (laughs) They're going out now. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, that's what a girlfriend does. We love you. Mm, We love you. All right. Well, you heard it here first. She put the rumors to rest. Yes. Ava can now go to sleep. Slightly yes. without Slightly. stabbing a voodoo doll of <laughs> yes. Jamie. Yes, exactly. Take all the pins out. Take all the pins out, please. Oh my I'm god. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well. That's gonna make you slap somebody. <laughs> all right. Well, it's time for some sex talk. Ooh. Are you yeah. ready for that, Jamie? Always. Yes. What do we got um, today? Today's topic is uh, sex magic. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Which I've been obsessed with since my friend Dominique. Echeverria sent text me this article about using your orgasm to cast spells. Ooh. Right on. I'm down for this. Do I need a So I dove a into the world of sex magic and it's much more than I thought. Oh, go oh on. my goodness. So. Okay, school us. Yeah. Here we go. All right, sex magic is all about getting things in life that you want by focusing and expelling the energy you emit in any sexual act with or without a sexual partner. When you have sex, you are surrounded by a huge amount of energy, which can then be released through your orgasm. Yeah. (laughs) Writing it. For example, (laughs) a woman named Kristen Corvette is a writer who achieved her dream of landing a book deal and attributes her success to masturbating under the full moon. She's a practitioner of sex magic, and she uses sexual energy and orgasm for manifestation. She says... It happened to be a full moon on the evening I submitted my proposal. I engaged in my usual practice of listening to my favorite erotically charged music, lighting a candle that had been carved to symbolize my goal, and unsheathing my crystal dildo to consummate the spell. Exactly one month later on the full moon, she received word that she got her book deal. Holy fuck, that's Girl, beautiful. Girl, we need to get crystals, first of all. Yes. A sick playlist. <laughs> a, yes. And when is the what next full be... moon? <laughs> oh my okay, what God. Would be, what would be your erotically charged music oh. for casting a spell? God, maybe some Nine Inch Nails. Oh my God, you fucking stole that. Oh. From <laughs> the magic is already happening. Oh the magic is already happening because I was thinking 
thinking that. I was like, holy oh, shit. God. I was like, I would do nine inch nails. Yes. Some, some know me. Yeah. Oh, I mean, word. first of all, because okay. nothing turns me on more than oh, some of your tracks, oh boo. That's true. I mean, I have had a nice glass of wine up in my house and taken all my clothes off and danced in front of the mirror to you. I mean, I love myself right after yes. that one. Yeah, I like oh that. Oh my that's God. Mm. I, you know, I do have my music is for casting spells. It is. <laughs> you your bio. Yes. So with sex magic, you have an intention and you're using orgasms as a sex as a, or set or the act of just simply sex as a tool to achieve that particular intention. It has nothing to do with being sexy or having like uh, an enhanced libido. Mm. Its focus is on manifesting and harnessing sexual energy to get results. All you need is to reach orgasm and you can change your world. I could. And so, so thinking, thinking about like manifesting the thing that you want during the, or so that the, the energy is expelled sort of uh, bodily and at the same time. I'm super into that. I'm super into creative visualization and manifestations. I've been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. I actually, um, the, my acting coach, the first one that I had that I mentioned, um, Brad Calcaterra, he taught his class at one point to do gratitudes and manifestations on three by five cards. Mm. Right. When you wake up in the morning, first thing when your mind is still like super sort of cloudy, you write on one side of the card a gratitude, something that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, you flip it over and you write down a manifestation. And I shit you not, I have the card in my journal that on one side it says something about like I was really grateful that I got like good sleep that night or something. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, it says I will book a lead role on Sense8. Shut the front door. Yeah, it was after the article came out in Variety like back in... 2012 or 2013 that they had sold the show. Shut. I I believe I've been very focused and I believe in manifestation. If I could combine Girl. My, the, my powers of manifestation yeah. and my powers of masturbation. Yeah. Oh, honey. Into, I mean, I think the that I'd just be, I, yeah, I think like I'd be shame. drowning like, in Chanel. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. That oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. So here are some oh tips for, like, what we should know okay. to dive into sex magic. All right, I got this. Orgasming. You got a pen, girl? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I mean, oh, my God. Okay. Orgasming is key and is an excellent way to induce relaxation before meditation as well. Not a problem. When one orgasms, it is important to ensure that one has the intent of their main goal. So some techniques and one common one common technique to practicing this is to envision pink orgasmic light coming from your body and rising up to the heavens. Yeah. Also, if you're practicing with a partner, mm-hmm. making sure that you both orgasm together is oh, ultra powerful. That's the best. Oh. A technique for harnessing the power of orgasm together is to stare in each other's eyes, slow down your orgasms when you feel them happening, and breathe together. Ah, that sounds so... I gotta go, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It was really nice to meet you. It was so great. You know what? I'm gonna gonna watch all your episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're just like... The (laughs) mic Wow. Uh, it's not this is not to be mistaken for Tantra. Tantra is that's a whole people talk about game. that. It's like that's similar to sex magic. And it can create the energy and build the energy that is used for Damn, sex magic. Dope. But Tantra is weaving the spirit with your partner during sex. Oh, that sounds it's magical. Not, it has nothing to do with the the actual spell or the mm. intention. It's the connection. But you can combine the two. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, other techniques involve repeating mantras during orgasm while focusing on magic symbols such as carved candles, pendants, crystals, medallions. Okay. 
Um, you can actually send the energy when you orgasm to an item, like a candle, and then like. Oh, and so then when you, the next time you light that candle, it's filled with that energy. See, that's really interesting. I, have you ever, when you move into a new apartment, do you ever sage or I clap the corners? Yeah. Do you know about clapping corners? (laughs) No. Corners, corners. I was taught ages and ages ago from a friend of mine, um, that corners hold energy. So whenever I move into a new apartment, you go into the corner, they they hold um, arguments. So like if anybody's ever lived in the apartment and they've screamed at each other or yelled or there's just bad stuck energy, you literally just go into the corners and clap. From the ceiling, yeah. from the ceiling to the floor, you just clap out the energy, and it's sort of like you can that think. Like a think you know, you, you clap, yeah, and then it, it just yeah. it disperses the energy. So that's interesting because my daddy used to do that. Not so much a, a physical thing, but put a, this clear uh, bowl of water to kind of cleanse the air. Because yeah, it would it would um it would uh, oh my god, why, why can't I think of the word? Um, what is that? What is that when it when it. Oh my God, what is that when water, I want to say erodes, I sound like an imbecile, not erodes, evaporates. Evaporates. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it evaporates and then that cleanses. Yes. Yes, yes. So you, you, as you're, when you do it and you, you're, you're orgasming, you send it to the object and the object holds it and that's positive energy instead of like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so about this. I'm doing that. Another technique used in sex magic (laughs) involves the use of bodily fluids such as urine, blood, vaginal blood, and period blood. Oh, okay. According to one practitioner, there is a history of women putting period blood into coffee or tea or red pasta sauce, often used for binding spells <gasps> to cause attraction. Ooh. Are you drinking your or your lover's That's drinking very it? the craft. I bind so, you. Yeah. Yeah. I bind you from doing harm to yourself and harm to others. I bind you. I bind you. <laughs> totally. Some practitioners also do spells with a concoction of semen mixed with period blood, which is considered very powerful. I've done the that, mix- but... Well, that's that's nine. That's load. Yeah, that's the that's that album cover, Metallica. Oh, work. That's right. the cover of the cover of Load by Metallica. Totally. And blood. I wonder if they knew that. that I wonder. Maybe if, that album's a good erotically that, charged sex yes. album. Yes. Well, I'm putting that in my playlist. Right. It is Metallica, right? I think you're right. Load. I think and you're on, right. And on the it's like a it's like a splash, and if you look, it's semen and blood. <gasps> the mixture is usually obtained and placed in a chalice or s- swapped. Through kissing after oral sex, which mm. which seals the magic like at, that you've been doing, you've been manifesting during the sex act, it will like seal it and bind it. That's amazing. I kind of that's kind of interesting. I yeah, kind of experienced that a little bit. Oh, okay, cool. When practicing sex magic with a partner, communication is very important. You should either mm-hmm. work together completely or keep your partner entirely in the dark about the fact that you're manifesting magic during intercourse. Because uh, any person who kind of knows and isn't really into it can fuck up the whole flow of energy. So you uh, either keep them ignorant altogether or they're aware and um, they're also focusing on that energy to make it more powerful. Uh, Allegedly, solo spells are stronger, oh. especially when practiced by women. Many female practitioners state that in a world that has punished women for freely enjoying both sex and magic, combining the two can feel revolutionary. Witchcraft in and of itself is very empowering for women. One of the most powerful aspects any woman can have is owning her sexuality and not being afraid of that power and not being afraid to use that power. That's amen to that one. Agreed. Totes. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. I'm so into this. I know. Okay. I've been obsessed. Oh my God. And it's funny because I... Like, I kind of been aware of like power, the powers of sex, 
Oh and the, the we, we I think us women know the power of mm-hmm. sex more yeah. so than men. For but sure. I think like Agreed. I have been kind of focusing my energy on like nurturing the man and like healing the the man and like pleasing the other person and like giving them all of my energy without realizing the, that I can like use that energy towards myself. Yes, for other things. And usually after sex. My partners usually feel like all invigorated and, and like like drained, but and, also invigorated. And well, then I'm they're feeling like when they go back into the world, yes. all like energy is up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then I feel depleted yes. and like something's been taken from from me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Do you feel I slightly wondered, a little depressed yes. after too. A little, yeah. And I always yeah. wondered what that's from. And not after like researching this, I'm like, I've been just like focusing all of my magic. And giving it away. And yeah. I'm like, when yes. I could just at least be like aware that and it should be for me it. and for yeah. me to you. feel good and for me to like manifest health and give myself nurturing. You know? Absolutely. Yes, and especially you have a me. partner that's worth doing that connection with. That's why it's you, it's, you should be careful who you're boning, unfortunately. Yeah, because you have to, it's, it's a, if you can be with someone yeah, that sure. understands this and doesn't think that you're like full cuckoo pants crazy for yeah. like being like, okay, look into my eyes, we're going to breathe and I'm, we're going to manifest this. But if you can be with someone who understands all those things, I mean, awesome. yeah. think about how powerful, I mean, I fully, I think that I have a pretty good grasp on, the, the, like I said before, the powers of manifestation. And if you can combine that with mm-hmm. the power of your sexuality, I mean, there's nothing stronger yeah. than, so true. Nothing can stop than that. And then sharing that with someone. And then if they get it, mm-hmm. if they, cause I mean, if, you know, if you're I mean, doing like it with someone and they don't really get what you're doing, like if right. they don't even know that you're well, doing that's it. That's why it says like you shouldn't, they're either going to be with you, 100%, with you, hundred percent, or they're you not. Just don't let them know. Don't let Cause them because you can still uh, practice because they're going to fuck it up if they're not yeah. into it. Then they'll fuck yeah. it up, and then it'll be like a negative and a positive. Like when magnets, absolutely, like go, yeah, yeah they have to. You have they have to either be into it or you need to do it solo, right? And at that point, you know if you're going to be with somebody who's like super spiritual too. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if, if there's a guy that you know that it's like you. You, you oh, they're casting a spell in your ass. Oh, they're casting a spell in your ass. They're like looking deep into your eyes and they're oh, like, yeah. breathe with they're me. Like, and you're like, shit. oh, you're like, shit. Oh, my God. Like, this is dope. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly a black cat pops yeah, out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All of a sudden there's a ladder above you. You're like, we're under a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so even the next time I have sex, the whole house is going to spin like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I'm not even gonna twist. It's like she's having fun. Yeah, the front door. You're walking into the backyard. I hear wind chimes. Amazing. I got a Grammy. I got a Grammy. Yes. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Mm. Oh my god. Well, thank you, Dominique, for opening my eyes to sex magic. Yeah, we're gonna get crystals. We're gonna like crystal dildos. Crystal dildos. I researched those too. They're amazing. They're expensive, but. Yeah, no, I've seen those. I mean, I, I have, I have. Mine's not crystal, but it's definitely it get, definitely gets me nicked at um, customs and through security <laughs> oh at the god, airport all the, the time. Oh so my amazing. god, have they really like, pulled worst. it out? Wait, they do. Do, do you they, carry it on or check it? I carry it on because it's really nice, and it was a bit, you know, I it was yeah, a bit pricey. It's luxury. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. You carry your jewelry and your dildo. That's exactly. what, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what every single girl needs. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> but I'm curious. I'm curious what her. So she said that she on the full moon she wanted the she wrote the I'm curious. Here's what the object was that she... It was a her, crystal dildo. Uh, well, no, she says that she put an object into that was her goal. So was it a book? 
Right. I wonder what, because I, I wonder if I should like do, now I'm like really getting into this, guys. I know. Do, like, do I need to like, me the do I need, yeah, do I need, exactly, do I need to like lay on the bed next to a script and then like write and like really focus oh, yeah. on the amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, like we're going to have to do this doggy style because I got to read this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm like scrolling like yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got the script taped on the That's, wall? Yes. Oh my God. It's up on the ceiling and I'm like, yeah, Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Can, does anyone know where I can get like a script shaped candle or a book shaped oh candle? Well, what you can um, do with an, an Emmy shaped candle. Ooh, yeah. Well, you can you can carve totally into the that. candle. That's the thing that oh. a lot of people do. She carved into the candle. But let me just back check. But I'm sh- I'm sure she. I read that she. Yeah, I'm very into specificity. If the, these things I think are useless unless you're very specific. Like right. I couldn't if I had just written on that three by five card. I want to be a lead on a TV show. The universe would have been like, go sit in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> But I you, was like, I there. want to be a lead on set. Yeah, you that, have yeah. to be specific. Yeah, that's so true. Engaging the usual practice of listening to her erotically charged music, lighting a candle that had been carved to symbolize her goal. Oh, so, okay, that's, so that's my question. So what, I wonder what she carved, so she carved into it book deal, or she carved into it like or a little. symbol that, like, oh, for I her love this. That's thing. cool. Okay, cool. Okay, that, there, now, thank you. Okay, yeah. can I ask you another question? Because <laughs> some, you know, us girls are really sensitive. So when you have some sort of manifested, awesome, climbing at the same time sex, are you afraid to, like, fall in love with the person? Because I would be afraid to have that crazy connection with somebody. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, this guy is, this is insane. I mean, well, I probably wouldn't be practicing that with someone unless I would be okay was, with falling in love with them. Right, right. I would bone a guy and do my own intention and not let him know. Right. For sure. Yes. But which okay. can happen definitely casually, Right. I think. Right. Because I wouldn't consist of like staring in the eyes <clears throat> involving him. It would be more of me... A little self-serving, which is fine. Right. But I don't think that would that that would that you need to have be so connected to the person. Okay. Yeah, and I think I don't know. For me, I think it it's just remembering that it's not a bad. Don't be afraid of falling in love, and if that does happen, um, I th- I think that you know it's it's I think that the fear of falling in love comes from the fear of not being loved back. So Totes. don't be afraid of falling in love. Yeah. Just cross that bridge when you get to it and have the experience of having the simultaneous orgasm and manifesting mm. and yeah. doing the whole thing and don't worry about it. And if you fall in love and they don't, you know what, baby, somebody else is going to fall in love with you. Yes. It's so fine. True. Hello. Because you know, there, there's nothing like knowing what, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> true right. word. Yeah. That's so true. No, yes. absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I've been in love and I've also been in love that hasn't been reciprocated and so I'm more yeah. able to distinguish what real love feels like. Just don't be afraid. Just be just be fucking open to it. Yeah. 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 That's the best advice. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's true. Tough. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I have that fear. Because I, I think I just, because I'm somebody like falls for everybody that I like am that's intimate fine. with. So, and it's kind of annoying. No, it's not. <laughs> that's the thing. If you think, it's, you know, spreading love around and like if you have sex with someone or you fuck someone or you make love to someone and you develop feelings for them, I think it's a completely natural part of the yeah. experience. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I think that we're taught 
the, the, that sort of tep- especially I feel like in a New York sort of like in, to be like a woman in New York and even a guy it's I mean I don't know it's like this whole like single bar tinder yeah, Raya, uh, I mean, yeah this culture I, we want to be like Samantha Jones yes and everybody wants to be like cool and pretend yeah. like it doesn't matter and, like, and me blah, blah. I'm like a crying in a fetal but go out <laughs> go out and have, the, the one thing that I have learned is I trust my fucking gut yeah. I listen to myself I don't care what the fuck it is if I'm like in the supermarket and I'm like reaching for a frozen pizza and something tells me to not take that one in front but to take the one third in the back I don't know that might sound crazy but I take the one (laughs) third in the back I trust my gut with everything because I tell you every time I haven't trusted my gut I have been slapped across the face open handed and hurt by the universe yeah Yeah. it's so true so true fall in love like fall in love have the feelings and just the more you do it the more I think you recognize when it's real Right. Mm-hmm. And so That's you're so less true. prone to just keep falling for everybody. Oh my God. Totally. Just let yourself do it. Just let it go. Just let, just do it and have fucking fun. And I'm then the timing and the universe <laughs> will have your back. And right. in that moment when you're, you're feeling it and then they're feeling it, then it's there. And then it's like, and it's like oh. fully magic. Yeah. yeah, and I'm then carving, and then that's yeah, the sex carving magic. Magic. I'm, ca- I'm carving candles. I'm gonna sex magic. I feel like this is oh a track. <laughs> and it's, I mean, a, it it's a track it's in the Ciara. works. Yeah, has a song called "Love, Sex, and Magic." Oh, really? We have to play that today. Okay. Oh, or this what the Rahul Chili Bobbers one or form with Ciara? Uh, Ciara, that's right. Yeah, no, Ciara. Oh, that's right. Because I'm thinking Rahul Chili Peppers. Love sugar, baby. Sex magic. Mm. All right, whatever. That's. Well, they talk about sex magic too. Oh my yeah, god, they we do. need a sex magic playlist. Yeah. Oh my god, late, we should... we're late to the party. Okay, ah! so we're gonna make a sex magic playlist yes. and post it on our allegedly SoundCloud. Oh, I'm listening. Okay, so you cool. can you just go on our <laughs> SoundCloud and play it during when you're casting spells. Yeah, yes. for sure. As you're oh writing that magical cock. <laughs> oh my God! Well, thank you, Jamie Clayton, for joining oh us on Allegedly Yay. today. Thank you, thank for you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our such an angel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so chuffed to be here. We're really like, honored to you have both. you. Oh, thank you. Oh my God! Everyone, check out Jamie on Sense Eight, which is on Netflix. Season yes. one is out now. Season two is coming out May fifth. Yes. And the two hour specials on December December twenty third. Yes. Okay. Just and look out for her on many other fucking do you have any other tea like for like Career-wise, do you have anything coming up that we should be looking out for? Well, I voiced um, a couple of characters in um, the new Mass Effect Andromeda, Ooh. which is a video game that um, uh, is, is super You just huge. spoke to our nerd ears. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's the fourth installment of Mass Effect called Andromeda. And I did, um, there's a trailer out now for it where I voice a character who introduces you to the new world of um, of Mass Effect Andromeda. She's called Jan Garson. Oh and then it, when you play the game, you'll, you'll run into a couple of other characters characters that I voice as well, <gasps> which is really exciting. This is cool. Can't tell you who. Oh my God. Do you get a lot of messages from like gamers? Well, that now it's, it's in, it, this world is really cool and I have an amazing voiceover agency and I've, it's something that I've wanted to do for so long because for so much of my life, I was so self-conscious of the way that I sounded. I think just being trans, you know, where it's, I, I think the more the world can just embrace that we don't all look the same and we don't all sound the same. Yeah, and it's, exactly. it, it's okay. And you have to speak like it's, cartoons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah, and it, it's, yeah. it's so interesting. And so once I accepted the way that I sound, that I really started to, I mean, I fucking love the way that I sound. I think it's great. Um, I know it's funny. You mentioned this to me once. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Like sexy and like your smoky, gorgeous, like voice that makes thank me horny. Thank you. Hello. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. Seriously. Thanks, Nomi. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I, I walked into this voiceover agency. Um, I, I was introduced through another agent and I walked in and they they signed me after speaking to me with an hour and they they saw the uniqueness in, in, in what I had going. And then I've auditioned for tons of, I did an episode of BoJack Horse which was super fun and you know I mean I love um playing with accents you know and stuff like that you know it's just real fun so much fun you know I know Uh, I used we used to prank call people all the time it was so much fun playing around that was my favorite thing to do when I was a kid prank calling people oh my god that was one of my yeah love like love so I go on these auditions yeah I used to be a prank caller they used to pay me to prank call people like I'm um, crank anchors. Yeah, yeah. I would no, like I call. I would be do like all those radio show prank like prank things. Amazing. And, yeah, they would hire me. Yeah. And, like wake up early that. in the morning. And do I love pranks. it though. I go on these auditions, you know, and they have me, you know, playing these, you know, like warrior robot alien like lizard women type characters, and you know, it's really cool because I get to go in and talk like this. <gasps> <gasps> On our planet, we don't accept behavior like that. <laughs> oh my god, you know? it's so much fun! It's uh, I know it's, it's, it's really it's it's totally fun. You know, uh, like, I'm like, can you do my yes. new voice? Now? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Now here, before you, you go, girl, can you do my no, voice? Marie, get out. <laughs> she's in a state of cryogenic freeze. <laughs> as soon as she's thawed, she'll return your call. Yes. <laughs> Oh if she sees yes, fit. Yes, yeah. yes. That was fabulous. Yeah. Oh my God, that's great. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, yeah. good luck with everything you thank do. Yes. I'm thank you. See you on your birthday, I mean, too. Yes, please. This is really LA. awesome. And oh, that's good right, old La La Land. Oh, Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, yeah. Tis the season, almost. All right, well. we we'll leave you off with a little freestyle. Like we always do our tradition. So what song is? This is called uh, All and All by Joyce Sims. Thanks for listening. Mm. Go out and cast spells, dolls. Get your crystals ready. (laughs) (laughs) Ciao for now. You're listening to Allegedly NYC. Allegedly.
Allegedly NYC. Allegedly. 